Welcome to the podcast. I am Jennifer Eller, and with me this week is our lead pastor, Mike Hill, and co-host here. And with us today, we have Brian and Jessica Logman. Wait, we gotta get... <laughs> yeah, the clapping hands. <laughs> yeah, guys, well, thanks for joining us. So to get started, obviously, want everybody to get to know a little bit about you guys. So tell me, Brian, first of all, what are you into? Are you, do you watch TV? Yeah. So are you a Netflix guy? Are you a, are you a sports guy? Are you it's mostly a... sports this time of year? Watch a little football, but when college basketball starts, it's college basketball. Okay, so you're an IU fan? Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes sir. Oh, we had a guy that came to the uh, church. His first Sunday here was when IU beat Purdue, and I played mm-hmm. the IU fight song. Yeah. Oh, He's like, yeah, I, I almost left. <laughs> He's like, I, I almost left. Now, do you go to any of the games? We used to go to several, but ticket prices have... Soared here recently, yeah, and so we really haven't been probably since 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Okay. But we used to try to go to a game every year. Okay. We're going this year. But we're going this Are year. You, who are they playing? Purdue. Purdue. Mm-hmm. Are you really? Yeah. You got IU Purdue tickets? Yeah. How'd you Christmas end up with that? Present. Christmas present. I already found out I what they were. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's easy to read, so <laughs> I You couldn't keep a secret? Uh, or? No. Yeah, yeah, and I don't like, I'm not good at it. You're not good at keeping no, secrets? No. What about books? you read? Uh, not much. Podcasts? I try to read, but it goes in waves. If you were going to read, what would be your genre? Like, what would you want to read about? Murder mystery kind of stuff. Something really? that just keeps you hooked and just flipping pages. Okay. Kind of like that kind of stuff. Murder mystery. Oh, yeah. Wow. Are you a hunter? You no. outdoorsman? I like hiking? being outside. I've never got into hunting. Okay. Just Hiker? Not really. No? Just being outside. Okay. Just what about you? Um... But are you are you a Netflixer? Like, are you a binge watcher of anything? Uh, yeah, I we we started Suits together, and then when he's at the station, he's gone for twenty four hours. So I need something to do, so I'll start okay. watching. Him oh, you that. got ahead of him? Yeah, oh, yeah. way ahead. I'm like wow. almost done, and he's like on season two. <laughs> <laughs> so is it worth it? Jennifer said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Suits, like, the, is this like the new? It's good. I didn't even hear about it till they put it on Netflix because it's okay. like an older series. Um, like what hooked you about it? what's like what's the theme that's like oh it's so exciting well he's a lawyer or not a lawyer who like pretends to or not audition but um, what's the word I'm looking for not like he fakes being a yes. lawyer. Are you talking about Mike on there? Yeah, he impersonates yeah. a lawyer. Yes. Oh, but he's a really it. good lawyer. He just yeah. doesn't have the degree to back it. Hey. So he's yeah. one of the lawyers on there, and then he gets. It's kind of like me being a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well, he goes a little to jail. bit about the same thing. But like I don't have the degree to back it up, but. He goes yeah. to jail because he can't really practice law, and so he got in oh. trouble. Yeah. And, but, but you're allowed to be a well, pastor. Who? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Spoiler. Oh, you, you, just, you ruined it for him, Jennifer. At this point, He's I told lost. her it's fine. She can watch as far ahead as she wants because I'm so far behind. I'm never going to catch up. So yeah, it, usually, it doesn't matter. He'll, he'll come in I'm when I'm watching it, it and I'll like turn it off. He's like, "Why are you turn it off? Like, at this point, like it doesn't matter." Yeah. Like when he's going to jail and stuff, I'm like. Don't look like yeah. that's funny. Yeah. But it's good. Spoiler alert. But there's a lot more to it. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's good. They jump around a lot, so it's it keeps you hooked. It keeps you hooked yeah. and yeah, storyline. You want to yeah, know what Sarah's watching on Netflix right now? What? Love in the Wild. What Love. is that? So these couples go out into the oh, it's like a wilderness reality? of Costa Rica 
and you have to do these like wilderness adventures and you try to partner up with these people and see who's but they don't know each other they don't know and they're each trying other. to fall in love but you know what the funny adventure. thing is you know how like the bachelor never works like these people get yeah. on they never really get married okay, like, sometimes they do they huh? do the first one trista and um Ryan, they're married. Okay, you want to know what's weird about all of those things? <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, think about this. Brian, how would you be? Like, you're on this show, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to make out with, like, five different other women. Like, how's that going to go over? Like, if you were the guy, and there's this woman, and she's going to go around and make out with five or six other guys, and you're like, would you be like, oh, please choose me? <laughs> yeah. That's what Never. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no. That is the weirdest thing yeah. ever. I can't imagine any guy being okay mm -hmm. yeah. with somebody mm -hmm. like, oh, please pick me after you just slept <laughs> with that guy. Well, that's like the Golden Bachelor that's happening I right didn't now. see the Golden Bachelor. Well, I haven't watched it either, but. Well, he can't uh, sleep with anybody. He's too old. <laughs> Are you ever too old? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the Golden Bachelor. Maybe the whole sex thing's out of it for them. I, I don't know. Well, but you watched they, it. Were I they know, making I out? Don't, I don't watch it. I've just seen it. Okay. I know who his sister is. Because he's from so, this area. He's from Warsaw. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know so, about it. Um, so you know the family? She used to come to church here. What? So it was Brenda Stouter. So Dave Stouter yeah. is his ex-wife. Brenda is his the Golden Bachelor's sister. Yes. Holy no. cow. We have a connection. Nick, Nick is in awe. <laughs> yeah, ask him about his ex-brother-in-law here. Wow. So anyways, okay. yeah. So, I mean, they still have those overnights and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's like, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But still, it's like, yeah, what if he, with those three, yeah. Yeah, I know for weird. a guy. So for anyways. a woman, would it be the same? Would you care if you saw the guy? I would picking? care, yeah. 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 I don't know that all women would feel that way. Yeah, I just mm -hmm. think that's. That whole process is odd. Yeah. I think their emotions just get the best of them. They don't think with their head, you know, but, <laughs> you know, they just, maybe yeah. they do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, We're turning into the X-rated version, version of the round table <laughs> as we're deciding which head they think. <laughs> Everybody that was listening thought the they same thing. I know, they were there. Brian is right. They like, were there already. We didn't have to have an undertone of no. what everybody was thinking. That's how it is here. We just say things. Like we we say what everybody else is thinking. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so next no, question. I, huh? Let's go. Next question. Let's go. Anything else you're into, excited about? Um recently a stay-at-home mom. Mm. Are you? Yeah. Can I clap for that? Sure. Okay. Yay. <laughs> well, I mean, not everybody likes to applaud that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, yeah. I think that's cool. Was that yeah. a big decision? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like... What year. weighed into it? I don't know. It was, like a, it was like a year ago, I think, around this time, because we went to Gatlinburg for, like, first vacation we've gone on in a long time. Um, and it was just this push I had from God mm -hmm. that I've never really had that before. Okay. Um, and then we had that series on oh, yeah. the family. I don't even remember what. Oh, the original design. Original yes, design. thank you. Oh, yeah. The original design. So like yeah. three or that four was weeks just like another. Hmm. Like, it was just one more little nudge. Yeah. yeah. So was that something that you hoped for? Yes, or were you somewhere in between? Kind of in between. I okay. wanted her to do whatever she wanted to do. I didn't okay. want to push her one way or the other. Sure. So she always kept asking me, like, well, what do you want me to do? It's like, whatever you want. If you want <laughs> to stay home, then, then do it. If you don't, then keep working. Right. 
I struggled with staying home on my off days from the station. Sure. So I had 48 hours, and if she was at work, it's just me and the kid, and I, I'm not a stay-at-home body. <laughs> I, I struggle with that. Oh. I, I want to be on the move. I want to yeah. be doing something. Yeah, it takes, yeah to, mm. to be home and make that commitment, yeah. right, to yeah. be at home. So th- has the adjustment, like after you did it, the adjustment of being home been hard, and, and, or has it been good? It's been great. It's been going pretty okay. good. Yeah. I think uh, August was when I stopped working, like... Around there, probably. Yeah. yeah. So... And then she still gets phone calls or texts frequently from the manager up there at Fort Wayne Peds. This is where she used to work. At Fort can, Wayne can, what? Fort, Fort Wayne, Wayne Pediatrics. Oh, okay. Can, yeah. can you cover this day? We need help. We got Are you serious? Many people yeah. off, so she so still works every now and work. again. Oh, okay. So you so, can do that. Like, you can yeah. just... It's like a PRN position in an office, which is not really a thing, but it became a thing, I guess. <laughs> so. Okay. Or they just liked you that much. They're like, that's probably what it is. Yeah, <laughs> she's that good. They're like, just come back and we'll make a job for you. Yeah, yeah that type I of a thing. Yeah, something in the world today that's making you super excited or super mad. Anything going on in the world today that you'd be like, I'm super excited about. This is what's happening, or like this is nutty. Either one of you. I would say with how like crazy things have been getting in the world just in general it's kind of cool I feel like in there's been a lot of push for like going back to like stay-at-home moms mm. and like I don't know getting back to the roots of things if yeah you like simplicity say. yeah yeah and I think that's awesome yeah. like I don't know I yeah. think we make things way too much more complicated than they need to be and so so do you think that that's going to be a trend of like, we went through this, everybody's going 5,000 miles an hour and we got to, uh, what's the, my daughter FOMO, I got to do uh, everything cause she doesn't want to miss out on everything. But then you get to like, oh my gosh, this lifestyle's not maintainable. And yeah. then to get back to simplicity, do you think that's going to be a trend with people? Yeah. I think there are some people who they see that because that's what's like cool on social media and then they go and do it. Like being a stay-at-home mom's not easy. (laughs) Um, So then when they get to it, they're like, oh, like the reality of this is not what I thought it was. So Mm -hmm. I think that some people would see it as a trend, but I do think like in general, like society is just too busy like right. we don't have time for anything right <clears throat> and so i think we'll go through a shift of a period of chunk of time where we'll slow back down again and then you think people will just take back off yeah yeah because i always thought covid was going to be a big teacher yeah you know of what could be yeah and then i always said it'll be interesting to me what people take from mm-hmm. that and what you learn about yourself and what's important because i think a lot of people were yeah it might have drove them crazy but there was something about not having the pressures of being gone all the time mm-hmm. or the first time we've ever sat around a table and ate because my kids are home. Yeah. Like things that haven't been the case for a really long time, yeah. but I think you're right. It probably didn't take long for people to jump back into the, to the rat race. Yeah. yeah. Brian, anything that's getting you excited or getting you? The only thing that comes to my mind, I don't know how far down this rabbit hole we even want to go. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> rabbit holes. Are you kidding? That uh, kind of irritates <laughs> me, I guess, is the whole... Male and female are not males and females anymore. Oh, yeah. This drives me insane. Yeah, so the whole gender dispute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's it, that look like? Yeah. What's it going to look? Yeah. It, 
it's just irritating. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the bigger but, question is what's driving it. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? So what? why? Because I would get that maybe this is an issue from a long time ago, but I'm not convinced that, well, just because there's social media, now you see it more. Like, I think it's yeah. becoming more of an issue. And mm -hmm. so if you could point to anything, would you say, like, just an opinion, you know, you don't have to, like, support it with anything. Do you have an opinion of why you think we're at that place? Or why we're getting to that place? I have no idea. Out, mm. Outside of just social media influence and people just wanting to differ differentiate themselves from one another. It's like, yeah. oh, well, today I'm going to be a cat then. I kind of forgot about the cat things. Mm -hmm. yeah. That yeah. was actually an issue at the high school, wasn't it? Didn't they have a vote to like put litter boxes in the bathrooms or something? I mean, I don't have a high school kid, so I don't know. I know if somebody just, was doing that. I don't know if it was here or not. Heard, they right? were putting litter boxes in? Some schools were, yeah, down the hallway, and you could walk them with a leash, mm -hmm. and it was all kinds of You could walk the kid with a leash? Uh -huh. A girl uh -huh. I worked with um, at Fort Wayne Peds had um, one of her kids is high school age, and there was a kid in their class that wanted to be a trash bag, so he stood in the back and wore a trash bag and didn't do anything. Like, And they, the teachers can't, they, they can't do anything. You can't. It's crazy. Yeah. I think, wow. I, here's my opinion. I think the breakdown of the family mm. has caused mm. a lot of the issues that we're dealing with today. Mm. Like, I just think that, um, well, one, I mean, I'm just convinced that male or female, you need a man's presence in the home. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Like, there's single moms and there's people that don't have that but who's going to step in and be that mm -hmm. not that they even have to fix that problem but i do think that and i've always said this i think part of the problem with the church today it's not enough men involved i think problem problem with society today is not enough men in men's influence mm -hmm. you know that we actually do our part you know to be able to you know rectify some of the the issues that are out there so i think that yeah, it is super irritating. And oh, the question yeah. for me always <laughs> is the same. Like, what are we going to do? Because, you know, we have, like, this Sunday we're going to talk about, like, do we really believe in the next generation? You know what I mean? Like, when you think about mm -hmm. that, do you believe that the next generation is worth investing into? You know, and I think we're at a place today where there's a lot of people who are like, <laughs> we're in trouble. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think they're... I don't think the question is of like, I think everybody believes the same. I think everybody would think we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Would you agree, Jennifer? Like generationally mm -hmm. that there's, we got a lot of work to do. I don't think so. No, no. I think there's pockets of it and there's things, but I don't think, I don't think overall. You, so you think generationally we're in good shape for the future. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm yes, not Yes, I do. I'm not, listen, I'm not putting him down. I, I'm I, saying I mean, I, I mean, I know, I don't know a lot of kids, but the ones I do know, I feel like they're going down a good road. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think, I think we're okay. Yeah. What do you I do think we're seeing like a shift mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. away from some of the craziness, like people are putting their feet down about mm -hmm. litter boxes in <laughs> high school and mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. like that. But, <clears throat> so I think, I think it's at a tipping point to see right. like mm -hmm. how things will go. Yeah, I think there's I think there's always cultural shifts. You know what I mean? Like I think there's always going to be cultural revolutions. Sure. You know, you've seen that throughout all of mm -hmm. history yeah. is cultural revolution. When I say hope for the future or the the generations to come is is that 
are we at a place? Because I think cultural revolutions happen just because you follow the culture, sure. right? What I'm saying is, is, are we going to shift the culture because we choose to invest, right? That's the only thing that shifts it. Otherwise, it just goes with the flow, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And culture just tends to, to go with what becomes popular, right? Yeah. It's trending now to do this, but mm -hmm. someday it won't be because people put their foot down. Yeah. And so then it will go to the, whatever the next trend is. The, I think that the thing that scares me is I don't think there are enough old, call older generation people that are older than other yeah. people that are choosing to invest yeah. in a way that's going to shift culture, yeah. right? Like shift it in the way that we, you know, we want to be able to see it to go. That's where I think is an issue we have to think through. Cause I think there are a lot of older people that are like, man, I mean, you, you can't change anything. Yeah. Like you can put your foot down, but I mean, we got all these issues and there's not much you're going to do about it. And we can put our foot down, but what does it look like to invest? I think yeah. that's going to be the harder, you know, piece of what does it look like to invest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Time machine. Did you have something else? I was just going to say, I think that the it also takes some responsibility of the younger generation, too, to oh, want to be invested in. And I think sure. that for a while it's been they don't really seem to care or want to be invested in in any way. So. Yeah. So did you guys grow up with that? So did you grow up with somebody that intentionally invested into you? And I'm not saying invested from the standpoint of just made sure you got fed, sure. you know, but like invested in you to help you become something that you weren't like, did you see that in your life? Can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, my grandpa, my dad always jokes that he like raised me and my cousins. Okay. Um, your grandpa did. Yeah. So okay. my mom's dad. Um, and I spent, probably spent more time at their house than I did at my own house. Okay. Um, I didn't have any siblings. And so my cousins were like my siblings. Okay. And so we all just congregated at my grandparents and we'd be in the lake from sun up to sundown. But mm. he just kind of instilled in us like hard work. And um, I don't know, he was just always a presence that was there mm -hmm. for us to go to for things and right. be a uh, knowledge for us to go to. So. Right. right. Brian, did you have that? Uh, I would probably just say my dad. Okay. Yeah. Or there's certain things that your dad did. I mean, and again, what we're trying to figure out, like with the audience, you know, that's listening or watching, like, are there, if we have been invested, what did people do that maybe shifted something for us? You know what I mean? Because that's what investment helps shift trajectory, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. so, um, it's, it's moving to a course that we weren't on because somebody chose to invest. So, like, there anything certain like they did, I mean, or that your dad did that helped move you towards, or was it just his presence just being there as a father? Yeah, that's probably more what it is, just the father figure. He was okay. a good father figure. Right. So I know yeah. a lot of people don't have that, so I was fortunate enough to be raised with that. So. Yeah. Do you have anything, like, today would be like you got that from your dad? When people look at you, would they be like, yeah, he's like his Not dad. Not his height. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning your dad's taller or you're shorter? Taller? Your My dad's, dad's shorter. probably 5'5". Five, five, maybe. 5'6", five, six, six. maybe, mm -hmm. at oh, best. Wow. Okay. I'm 6'4". Okay. So there's a little bit of difference there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, right. But, I mean, for sure, one thing is, I know we didn't necessarily show it today, but punctuality. Yeah. Oh, you were on time. I'm, we were we were about <laughs> five minutes early. You were perfect. I'm, I'm usually I'm usually <laughs> fifteen to twenty at the latest because I 
hate people having to wait for me. Okay. I'll wait as long as I need to for you, but I hate people having to wait for me. So, Jessica, are you a late person or are you an on-time person, too? Uh, I'm an on-time person. Okay. Not as early. I am now because I'm... Okay. Now she's a logman. So. Now I'm a logman. <laughs> Gotta be. You're on logman time yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. That's literally yeah. what we say. Yeah, so he taught you to not be selfish, to yeah. be punctual. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be on time. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer, did you have anybody that invested into you? over the course of your life that was like, man, and it shifted me a little bit. And what was it that they did? Or Nick, while she's thinking? Yeah. I just feel like it's a big question for just figure it out right now. I like, know, I, gosh. I, I need a second. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, you want me to I share mine say, while you're talking? I don't really think I did have anybody that <laughs> really, yeah, invested in me at all Yeah. early on in my life. Did you ask anybody? No. Yeah. Mm -mm. You see, that's where, like, my journey was I wanted to be something, so I was always asking somebody how to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, so I can remember that, and obviously this is a flaw, but I watched my parents grow up, and we were just talking about mm -hmm. this the other day when I walked into Northfield, that I used to go and help my uh, mom because she worked as a cook at Adam Central. Mm -hmm. And then she would have to work as a janitor, part-time at Adam Central at like a second shift job mm -hmm. because for whatever reason, no disrespect, dad, but he couldn't ever figure out the money piece, mm -hmm. right? It was always a struggle. Mm -hmm. So they were always behind, mm -hmm. you know, and they were always trying to figure mm -hmm. it out. So I said, man, I never want to do that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to just always be working from behind. So I said, I want to figure out money. So there was a guy at the church that owned a supermarket, you know, in, uh, Decatur, so he was wealthy, mm -hmm. so I went to him and I said, hey, mm -hmm. I don't want to be poor, so how do you not be poor? Mm -hmm. And he gave me a book, and he mm -hmm. and I kept going back to him, and I'd, like, this is the stuff that you said, and what does this look like? Uh, when I gave my life to Christ, mm -hmm. there was the Promise Keepers group, so, like, there's a group of guys that did the mm -hmm. Promise Keepers mm -hmm. thing, and I'm we like... We attended a few of those. Yeah, so yep. I'm like, mm -hmm. these guys seem like, so I'm going to go ask them, like, mm -hmm. you guys are going to this stuff... What does it mean? Because the disconnect for me was I never saw a real man that was a Christian. Yeah. So a lot of real men, right? Like you grow up being a mechanic and a farmer and mm -hmm. a, like you see a lot of man's, you know, I just mm -hmm. call him the man's man, right? Mm -hmm. But they were never on fire for Jesus. Like mm -hmm. I could never figure out. So mm -hmm. can you be a, can you be a real man and still love Jesus? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, you guys are farmers, you guys love Jesus. Mm -hmm. How do these two things go together? And mm -hmm. I just would ask, like, what does that look like? And how can you do it? And, mm -hmm. you know, so I was always on a quest. You know, I don't think anybody came to me, but I was on a quest mm -hmm. to try to figure out from somebody else that had already been there mm -hmm. to try to be like, hey, you know, you've already been there. How do you help me? Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, get. And that's some mm -hmm. of what you were talking about, right? People yeah. that are willing to yeah. go talk to somebody else to be able to get poured into yeah you know to be able to do that yeah if you had a time machine where would you would you go back in time or forward in time <laughs> jessica would you I, back in time forward in time i would not go forward in I time. Say, i would have to go backward <laughs> you would go backwards yeah like would you go back and try to change something or meet somebody i would go back in time just to be <laughs> like i don't know experience the Again, simplicity of things. Right. Yeah. That's, um, would you go back what, and be a pioneer woman? Yeah, I would. That's where, <laughs> that's where my mind was cool. going. Just simpler yeah. times. Right. That's what I would strive for, not necessarily to 
change something or meet anybody, but just okay. to live in a simpler time. Right. Pre-internet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big social media guy. I don't have any of that stuff mm-hmm. on my phone. Okay. So I just refuse to partake. Yeah. So that seems to be a, a theme for you guys. So was there something that switched or have you always been this way? You know what I mean? Like I've heard both of you say, like, yeah. I want to be simple. Yeah. yeah. That's just the way you've lived mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. I would say you've really always been that way. I had Facebook in high school, but I was hardly ever even yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I one day, I, shortly after we got married, I was like, oh. I'm just going to delete this. <laughs> I'm not ever on it anymore, so right. just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've never missed any of it. <laughs> I don't care for it. So other than being a stay-at-home mom, have you guys made some conscious decisions? Because I think this is interesting. Have you made conscious decisions to go against? Because to live a simple life means you have to go against mm-hmm. what going on yeah so are there some conscious decisions that you guys have made to say we're not going to do because we don't want to get caught up in other than social media the first thing that came to my mind was like i like you don't have a truck and everyone on the department has a truck (laughs) okay so but because our cars are paid off so why go i don't want a payment yeah. Right. So, well, why, why so that's that a great. So that's yeah. a great. So you've made financial decisions yeah. to give you the ability to live simply. Yeah. yeah. Right. Are there anything else that you guys do, whether it's uh, time at home, meals around the table? Um, we eat dinner. Yeah, we try to cook dinner every night and sit at the table. Yeah. We pause the TV for the kid. Like, nope, it's dinner time. We're yeah. gonna eat dinner at the table. He's three, so it doesn't really always <laughs> get it. Sometimes we get our way. Sometimes we don't. You never know. <laughs> so this is a hypothetical, okay? So are you guys gonna have more kids? Want more kids? Working we on it. Like we'll see. Yeah. yeah. So as you move forward, and if the kids want to live a busy lifestyle, are you gonna say no? Oh. For sure, no. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna like put your foot yeah. down and like we're only gonna do certain things. Yeah, we're yeah. not gonna be. Yeah. We're gonna be the parents that make him angry because like, <laughs> oh, all my other friends have phones and social media. It's like I don't care. You don't need it. Yeah. No. Or involved in everything. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's the other. Sports part. is yeah. okay. We'll do sports. And but I don't want. We'll limit it. Like travel baseball. I hear guys all the time talk about travel yeah. baseball, and that just sounds like chaos. Like, I don't. We <laughs> is don't it need Nick? That. <laughs> busy 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 go go it's like we we can play sports here in town for whatever school you're at and that's fine right we, we can do yeah. those things right and i don't like i remember when i played sports like some of the sports seasons would overlap and all that stuff so like trying to make sure that yeah not doing too much to where you yeah yeah coming from a wife sherry who loved sports and wanted our kids and everything yeah. i mean lexi was in I mean, I have no idea how we even did it. It's the stupidest thing we've ever did. (laughs) Sarah, you know, now she limits her kids to one sport. She's like, I'm not your taxi. (laughs) I'm not running around. Faith asked to be in travel. You're not traveling. (laughs) You aren't playing in the NBA someday. You're going to play at the high school. You're going to do do this. And when you're done, you're going to be a mom. I'm going to teach you how to be a mom. You know, and go down that road. I'm like, I love it. The simplicity of not having to live in a gym yeah. and get yeah. bleach your butt and yeah. <laughs> I mean I like it but again I think it can get out of hand oh, yeah. you know I think mm-hmm. you can go to too much I think yeah. you can have your kids you know I think it has its benefits to it like being on a team sport teaches you a lot of things mm-hmm. but when it's when you're I don't know focus is on the wrong thing of mm-hmm. just trying to be in everything to be able to do all the things then you're yeah. gonna miss out on certain things right mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the other thing I've always said is, what did they teach you? 
Yeah. You know, when people say that, because people do say, like, it's great to be on a team. And so I'm trying to think about all the sports that I played. What do I now use yeah. in my life that made a difference? Because I, I, I love playing the game. You have lots of memories. You mm-hmm. can relive your, mm-hmm. isn't that what we all do? Yeah. Relive, relive our glory days. Yeah. You know, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back in the day. But yeah. I'm trying to figure out what life skills did I learn? Competitiveness. That's yeah. pretty much yeah. the only way to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I hate losing. Yeah. <laughs> because I do think that we struggle today. Like, part of the investment into the next generation. Like, I think we teach them to be great at certain things yeah. that won't matter in the right. end. But right. then they have no capacity to be an adult. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I hear this from kids all the time that I meet with. They're 25, 26 years old. They're like, being an adult is terrible. <laughs> like, all of the things you have to do to be an adult. Yeah. Like, all of the responsibilities yeah. that you had. Because they never, before, it was just all about them. And then all of a sudden, you get married, and yeah. it's not about, it's not about yeah. you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So give me a uh, most impactful thing of your when I say childhood, so that would be from however you can remember through high school, like something that stands out to you that would be like, this was great memory, something that we always did, something that made a difference in my life. Or something that was just awesome, mm-hmm. either way. A couple of things come to mind for me, but I'd say one of the better ones is our fishing trip. Yeah. We would always do a Lagerman men fishing trip almost every single year, and it was my grandpa, my dad, my three uncles, me, my brother, and then now it's been extended family here, but we would do that every year, and it's basically we wouldn't take any food with us. There was no mm-hmm. cell phone, no TV, no nothing, and you caught the fish, and you ate the fish that you caught. Oh, really? Like, you didn't take a gro- no groceries? We would get, like, fruits and veggies from a mm-hmm. stand that was nearby. Oh, that, that's even better. Oh, it's like, if you don't catch fish, then you don't eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, You're just living off the land. Yes. It was awesome. During the day when it was too hot, we would go for a hike through the woods, take some BB guns or something. Mm. Oh, it was awesome. That Eat squirrel? Nope. <laughs> Rabbit? Had I mean, turtle. Outside why did you take a BB gun then? Like just, if you had a bear or something? No, just for fun. You're a kid, man. Whatever comes up. Not killing your food, so what do you do? No. Protection? Didn't Trevor I mean, walk around with a BB gun his whole childhood? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah. had lightsabers. <laughs> you know? yeah, we had BB guns, which was the crazy thing because, well, I mean, we'd go out and shoot birds, and then we'd start to get into BB gun wars. Oh, no. You know, no. so, yeah, you, like, shoot each other with BB guns until a guy got his eye put out. You know? <laughs> we would do late, um, airsoft. You would do oh, a lot yeah. of airsoft. Yeah, we did airsoft about, so. yeah, about the same. I don't about think we same. ever shot the BB yeah. guns at each other. Yeah. I don't remember no, that, but that. Yeah. for sure, airsoft and paintball. Yeah, airsoft yeah. wasn't out back then. Yeah. Remember, I'm the yeah. old guy in the group, so there <laughs> were no airsoft when I was a kid, so it was only, mm-hmm. only BB guns. Yeah. Oh, yeah, paintball. Yeah. yeah, so a certain memory that you would take home, take away from all of your trips and, like, some caught the biggest fish. I caught the biggest a couple of times, but there's one memory for whatever reason just sticks. Um me and my brother and one of my uncles that we hardly ever see anymore, just out moseying through the woods one day, because mm-hmm. like I said, when it's too hot to fish in the afternoon or whatnot, you just do whatever you want to do to kill time. Mm-hmm. We came across this, like, for lack of a better term, dump site. It was just nothing but bottles and an old mm-hmm. car and washing machines and dryers <laughs> and whatnot. There's thousands of glass bottles. Mm-hmm. So me and my uncle and my brother, and we were probably middle school, maybe elementary school at the time, 
hours just smashing glass bottles out. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, what more could a kid want? Oh, it was awesome. Than to be so able to smash fun. things. Yep. Have you heard of the places that you can go where you can rent out a room and there's like a car there and you get a sledgehammer and you just sit there and... No. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like, I think this... Have you heard about that, Nick? I have. I think mm. Isaac did that for his bachelor party. Wow. <laughs> like you rent a room and you mm. get a sledgehammer and you just go break stuff. Break things. That's yeah. all you do for like an hour is everybody in the mm. room just picks stuff and starts breaking it, mm. you know, in, mm-hmm. into pieces. So <laughs> Yeah, so like stress reliever. Yeah. So do you have like good conversations? Do you remember any conversations that you had with all of these guys while you were up there? Nothing I mean, in particular, like but I mean, build into you or is there like a theme or something like that that you just men you bonding? Yeah. That's really all it was. Yeah. A group of kids you, and like, a group of stories men. or nothing that sticks really. Yeah. And have you taken something away from that? Like Jennifer mm-hmm. said, so you they are the part of the experience mm-hmm. is what changed you, right? Not mm-hmm. of maybe what somebody said. Yeah. So moving that forward, is that something you want to continue? Oh, you want to sure. be able to bring on and then you know, or are you guys still doing it? Or? We need to look for a new spot to go because, mm. okay. like we were talking about before the show, that lake is sold. It was mm. a big chunk of private property, and it's no longer there for rent, I guess. But we need to find somewhere new. Mm. We just haven't done it yet. Right. So, Would you ever think about doing it with other people? Yeah, I've actually, that was where I had my bachelor party. It was okay. at that lake. So yeah. me and a bunch of friends went up there. Yeah, so maybe you should think about doing a life church men's bonding trip somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like you get a bunch of guys together and you go away for a couple of days. Yeah. And because, again, back to you don't really know what's going to be said or what's mm-hmm. happening, but just think about just the experience of being with other guys, yeah. you know, and the community that's built that, I mean, you do the best you can to do it around here, but there's something about getting away. Yeah. Going on a hunting trip, going on a fishing trip, going on a hiking mm-hmm. trip, you know, doing something like that that just changes things. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure's on now. Yeah, no <laughs> on the we, want the, we want the plan by Monday. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Does you have anything that sticks out to you? Um, I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. just like being with my grandparents a lot. We lived on... 39 acres so woods and a pond oh wow so we lived outside okay um so kind of the same like nothing specific but just the experience of being able to do that and i don't think that we would or i like i think my cousins would say the same we would be who we are today Mm -hmm. without like those experience of having that so Mm -hmm. it's just cool yeah because a lot of people like said have that yeah so talk to me about your uh faith journey so did you guys grow up in the church was faith an important part of your journey like talk about that piece of it yeah because i don't know for either one of you how that fit i in. would say that we were off and on churchgoers mm-hmm. as kids so faith was always kind of there mm. and when we were little my dad would take us to promise keepers so that was an oh, event really? that, that we had attended okay I'm say around five times plus or oh, minus, wow. whatever okay so whenever it was nearby we would try to go within a few hour drive or whatnot right but I, th- I think I'd made an altar call at Promise Keepers, mm-hmm. but then years and years and years went by, and I had never been baptized outside of being a kid. Mm-hmm. And then coming here, it's just like, okay, I think I need to do this just because it's what we're called to do as followers. And so finally, mm-hmm. last year in May, I right. got up, and I was one of the random guys that just walked to the front mm-hmm. to get baptized mm-hmm. at the end right. of that service. So right. I joked I mean, with them today that, 
he didn't ever want to get baptized because he didn't want to do like a testimony and share a story. Oh. So then he mm-hmm. like went up. And so I was like, well, you have to today. Sorry yeah, about you. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In front of cameras doing it today. So, <laughs> dang Can't it. get away from it. Yeah. But so I, I've always been around it, I guess. And mm-hmm. I finally just last year just said, okay, this is what Jesus wants from his followers. So mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do. And I'm just going to stop being stubborn and fighting it, I guess. Right. So, so was there a moment like, so it was around when you were a kid and then did it fall off for a little while? And then what brought you back? Like, was there anything in your life that was like, oh. Getting should... married for sure was a change and then needing to be better as oh, a husband and then okay. having a kid. Okay. Holy cow. Now we be, got to be even better yet. <laughs> right. And right. So I think for sure it, it kind of took a dip there for a while. I didn't really do Sure. Anything, pursue anything, right. but yeah, and then you have those big life changes and right. you got to make a decision. Right. And how'd you end up at life? So my mom went here for a while and then my sister, Crystal, worked yep. at the coffee shop. Yep. So we, we're kind of exposed to here. And then after we got married, we both kind of wanted to explore churches in Huntington or right. even out just outside of Huntington, right. but we already knew life. And so we talking it over, we wanted to actually go check out other ones, but then we kept coming here, and it's like, I really kind of like the way the messages work here. I, I, like how, I like how blunt and forward you are about things. Like, well, this is what it says. Like right. it or don't. I'm not telling you these things. Right. It's, it's the Lord, so right. take it or leave it. And yeah. I just, I like that. Yeah. So we just never left. Yeah, good. Just for you, was it... Um, I grew up in a United Methodist church. Okay. Um, so very different I would say um I didn't go to church until like the third grade um I actually asked my grandpa to take me um I had a friend who lived down the road and her dad was a pastor and so we rode the bus together and I'd hear talking about things and I just wanted to get involved with that um so my parents were never really churchgoers or anything um and my grandpa ended up taking me back to the church he went to as a kid mm. um, in Roanoke. And then my parents went off and on for a while, getting to high school, um, was going. And then um, when we went off to college, stopped going um, and came here with him because we've been together since our senior year of high school. Oh, so you guys met in school? Yep. Yeah, we met each other since middle school. High school, yeah. middle school, sweet. <laughs> <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I guess he told the rest. We just, we lived in Fort Wayne when we were in college. Um, we didn't go anywhere. Um, came down here every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and then when we moved back to Huntington, we're like, we need to like set up. A foundation of where we're going to we be. We didn't want to just stay here because that's where my sister and my mom went. It's like, right. we're, oh, we're adults. We need to sure. make a decision for ourselves. And right. It's like, you know what? We actually kind of like it. So yeah. why are we going <laughs> to go yeah. explore anything yeah. else? So, right. Yeah. So how much was, so you guys dated since middle school. Was, we, we knew, knew each, each other. Knew each other in middle school, but started dating in high school. Yeah. We were seniors. So but. how much, just again, for our audience out there that's listening, how much was faith a part of the equation then? Because, again, for most people at that point, it's, like, it's yeah. not really... Yeah, minimal. Yeah. That was, like, at the point where, like, we kind of... I had stopped, like, going to church and really being involved in anything right. um, faith-wise. And yeah. um, his family has always been, um, I'd say, like, in our adult life, um, been a big part of our faith. Um, right. 
So, yeah. And a big part from the standpoint of encouraging you, because again, what I'm trying to help people see or exposure, I think more than anything. Yeah. Is like, how can they, because your situation I would say is a lot, you know what I mean? Where, you know, I talked about it Sunday. There's always this dip, you know, that 18 Mm -hmm. to 24 year old dip, you know, where people walk away, you tend to go do your own thing. And then there's this like, what's going to bring them back, you know? And so I'm just trying to get the audience to hear because there are people that are listening that are in that 18 to Mm -hmm. 24 year old dip or getting ready to go into that dip Mm -hmm. or are after that and are trying to figure out what, what to do. Or there are parents that have kids that are Mm -hmm. getting ready to go to that place. We're just trying to help through your story, people that are in that place. And so Part of what you're saying is part of the influence, although it wasn't a big part of it, part of the influence was just the exposure, Mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah, like, um, uh, Brian's stepmom and I actually went to one of the Promise Keepers, um, events, um, and helped like serve. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's men only, so it was volunteer side of it. The women could like go and volunteer for things, so just I don't know. It's a weird, like, there's not one particular oh. thing that they've ever done for us, I would say. They've just always been there, right. been able to go to for questions, um, have encouraged us at mm-hmm. times. Like, I know your dad has talked to you several times before you're baptized about it, and you're being in your stubbornness yeah. of things. More you were being now. stubborn? Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't see the reason as to, like, why do I need to do this? Like, I already asked Jesus to come into my heart. Sure. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. So my point was, well, do I need to be baptized to be saved? What's the mm-hmm. point? And he was like, well, no, but you're called to. Right. So I was like, well, if I'm already saved, then I'm not going to get up in front of all those people and do that. It's like, I don't want that. But right. I finally just gave in. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what you're saying is what people need to hear. Because I think there's a struggle for everybody. What do you do? Yeah. Like, what one specific thing can I do to help? Or what's the, what's the, one thing that's going to change everything. And what you're saying is if people can just be available, right? Like if if you're a parent out there and you're listening, just be available, be around, Yeah, you know, be an uh, example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Be an example. Right. Cause I don't think it, I don't think there's a silver bullet. If you do this one thing, you know, it's for sure going to, you know, turn out based upon what you guys went through, where you are today. Mm Will it change anything in the way that you raise your kids, you know, in how and what you do in that journey to be able to help in that process? And, I, and again, I'm not saying what your parents didn't, that was wrong, right. but what will you take from them and what will you learn to maybe uh, implement? Will there be anything that will be different? Will there be some things that will be the same? It's for, you know, for young parents listening out sure. there for people. Yeah, well, like my parents like didn't I didn't grow they didn't take me to church mm-hmm. they went a few times and would come for months at a time and fall off or whatever mm-hmm. um so I would say mine will be much different than like what yours was mm-hmm. because you grew up with your parents mm-hmm. taking you to church and being there and being where I didn't have that um so you'll make sure that's an important part. yeah that yeah. I'll be available to our kids for like being a reference as to questions mm-hmm. um and if I don't know the answer mm-hmm. I'm going to help you find the answer right. and um, just being there in that sense. And my parents were always there. They were never like not there, but sure. just in the faith aspect, they weren't right in that. Right. So just being available for those things. Cause that's what 
his parents have kind of replaced that for me, I would say, mm. um, of being like a point of reference questions. Like when I was struggling with trying to decide if I was going to be a stay at home mom, um, Angie was, his stepmom was one of the first people I went to, to like mm. talk to about it, um, yeah. about how I was feeling and things. And right. So, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything that you would want to make sure happens in the, the raising of your kids, something that's going to be important mm-hmm. to you. I mean, faith wise, I guess not. It can be all of it. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not just saying, yeah. Yeah. cause for, it, yeah, for me, it's a work ethic too. I okay. want to make sure the kid grows up working. Right. Like we can't keep going down this path of people not wanting to work anymore and living off the government and everything. Right. So I, I want to instill work ethic and being a good example for him. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, kind of where we benefit with her staying at home. He actually sure. gets to see me go out and do things. And right. if it's going to be a short, quick little mm-hmm. job or something, I sometimes I just take him with me right. and let him run around while I'm doing it. Right. Just so he's exposed to that. Right. But, I mean, nothing jumps to mind, I guess. Sorry if you're looking for a big, deep explanation <laughs> oh, yeah. or something. And, and again, like, I, I mean, you know me. I'm looking for real life. <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking for talk that doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think what we're trying to figure out is in real life, not what's in books, not what's in great speeches, is like every single day, what can we do? What can we learn from? I mean, I yeah. think mm-hmm. we have to be students. I mean, I think the important part... In all of our life, for the rest of our life, you should be a student. You yeah. should be a student of what's happening and learn what not to do and a student of, you know, what to do and yeah. then be able to try to figure out how to be able to implement it. I just think we have to be never stop learning. Yeah. You know, and we should, again, insanity is to repeat what history is that was wrong, mm-hmm. right? But part of wisdom is to take what we learned and put it into practice mm-hmm. and be able to keep that going. And I just think... We have to think more about those things. Yeah. And I don't think there is a big answer. Yeah. You know, I think it's just what you guys just said, being available, being around, mm-hmm. exposing, having somebody to be able to talk to, having some place to go. Again, hard to give somebody, you know, Christ when they don't even understand life. Mm-hmm. You know, so part of it is teaching our kids to grow up to understand how to do life, yeah. you know, in general and what's important and what's not important. Yeah. 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 So I think those things are, are a big part of that. So. Yeah. I mean, you talked about that on Sunday, like whatever you do, put Christ in the middle of it. Right. Yeah. You do this and Christ is here, you yeah. know, and how that changes things when people see Christ in you and everything yeah. that you do, they have no doubt where you stand in your faith because yeah. that's just comes becomes everything. Yeah. Yeah. And just that's kind of what you're saying. I go to a house, I can take him with yeah. me. If I go yeah. to, you know, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Again, I think that we forget that most of the people you talk to don't come to know Jesus because they learned the Bible. Mm-hmm. They came to know Jesus because they saw Jesus in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. they don't, like, so, you know, great that there was, you taught me the stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, what you showed me, the love of Christ, then that you showed me Jesus in you mm-hmm. is what attracts people to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I think that's sure. what you guys are saying is, yeah. is there's no silver bullet. isn't mm-hmm. like, make sure your kids get up every day and read the Bible. <laughs> right. I'm not saying they shouldn't. Or make right. sure that every time they go to bed mm-hmm. that they pray. Or make sure that it's like be Jesus in the world mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your children and people will see that 
and yeah. it'll change things. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, as, as he does things with Noah, you know, you go out someplace and you may have a conversation and he's there and he hears you, yeah. Yeah. you know, and then he can see it in action. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that when your kids can be around, the more you can have them, Yeah. you know, to see that yeah. and, and hear what God's actually doing within you. Because I think that's what's hard sometimes. It's like we don't share what God's doing in our yeah. lives with our kids all the time, you know, and they need to see, see yeah. that and hear that and be around those conversations. Yeah. And I especially think for kids, I think for kids, mm-hmm. just taking them along everywhere, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, to be a part of yeah. what you're doing. I mean, Lexi mm-hmm. was over the other night and they were talking about, you know, if she thinks about now, she's thinking about having kids and mm-hmm. she's like, I think back to all the places you took us when we were little, like they'd spend a month in Guatemala, like Isaac celebrated, I don't know, five, six birthdays mm-hmm. in Guatemala, mm-hmm. you know, he never had a birthday at home, yeah. you know, for a really long time mm-hmm. where, you know, when they were in the sixth and seventh grade they we were 10 days in the Ukraine, mm-hmm. you know, and that those just mm-hmm. being there, yeah. right? And just watching adults, mm-hmm. kids, seeing, I just think there are things that we see or yeah. that we took them to all the youth group stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't separate. Like right. the kids were just going to be with all the other kids yeah. and yeah. they're going to just be around yeah. what we're doing that they they can glean a lot from, yeah. from that stuff. So Yeah, it's the exposure, mm-hmm. not just like it's a certain thing that you said or whatever, no. just mm-hmm. being exposed yeah. and around those yeah, things. Yeah, being able to see it that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jennifer, do yeah. you have questions? I don't. I didn't do that today. Oh, sorry. No, I just, <laughs> wanted, to make sure, I just wanted to make sure that we didn't forget it because we, we try to keep everything within an hour, mm-hmm. you know, okay. to make sure that, you know, people that are listening, you know, would, would be able to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love longer podcasts. <laughs> Other people are like, oh, no, man, we can't have them over an hour. So any, any last parting words or wisdom that you guys would give to young couples? Because that is a, like today... I mean, that's, that's something we, we love is we're mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to support young couples, how to come alongside of young couples, how to be able to help the family, you know, in that. So would you guys have any advice to young couples or anything that you would say, hey, like here's something that uh, we've done or something mm-hmm. we've tried that, that has helped us in our, like your spiritual journey together, in your life in general? Mm-hmm. If, you could, if you could pick something to be able to share, would you have any words of wisdom? I think for young couples wanting to start a family, mm-hmm. having a unified front, that's mm-hmm. something I feel like we're pretty good oh, at wow, with good. Noah. Like, mm-hmm. it, you're going to have different strategies in parenting. Mm-hmm. You're going to have different ideals in parenting, but you can never show the kid that. Mm-hmm. That is for you two behind closed doors mm-hmm. and figure it out separately of the kid. And I, I don't know. We're blessed in that way, I guess. We get along very well when it comes to raising mm-hmm. Noah and have a lot of the same ideals and things we yeah. want to teach him and not teach him. And mm-hmm. right. So I, I think that's really been a blessing for us in our marriage mm-hmm. and as parents so far. Was that a discussion beforehand? It came up. Yeah. I mean, we, we would frequently discuss it beforehand okay. you know, when we're on the road to having a child. Yeah, right. But yeah, good for you. I yeah. mean, most couples mm-hmm. don't get to that place, yeah. Yeah. you know, where they've had that discussion of, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't okay, know it was mm-hmm. intentional, just, you know, yeah. just through conversation. Yeah, I guess. for sure. Just, you know, just comes up and, but I, I think that's important because mm-hmm. I see a lot of other parents out there that struggle mm-hmm. raising a kid or they get in arguments in front of their kid about, oh, oh, yeah. you don't need to do that right now. It's, it's back to what you mm-hmm. just said. You can expose them to things that will transform them in a good way yeah. Yeah. and expose them to things that will transform them in a bad way. Yeah. yeah. yeah so that's mm-hmm. a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just say communication. Um, I feel like we communicate pretty well. Um, 
I don't really know how we got there in that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's because we've known each other for so long mm. or what, but mm. we always are having open communication on everything. Because um, I think if you don't have that and you're in your own head about things, then you can construe things one way and then it can cause an argument. Like, I don't know, just spirals into things. So just being, she's the stressor and I'm not. So <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. So oh, you, big time. Your personality is to get stressed out. Yeah. Over the smallest things. And Overthink be, yeah. and overanalyze and yeah. So just talk. Let's, yeah. That's not what I meant when I said that. Like, <laughs> let's, let's not freak out. You're overreading that situation. Yeah. Especially when texting, because you can't read the tone in text, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, that is not how yeah. I meant that at all. How did we get here? Yeah. Yeah. Have you but always been that way? Yeah. Yeah, I pretty would much. Say. Okay. Then yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the secret language of women, right? Yeah. Like, they have this expectation that we just have an idea of what you're really saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just supposed to know. Like, you can say something completely opposite of what you really want. Yeah. But we should know that it's completely opposite. <laughs> correct. Right? That's like, correct. we should know that that's not what I really meant. Absolutely. When I said it's okay, I didn't really mean it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Right? And I can't believe you did not know that it wasn't okay. Jennifer, were you ever like that? <laughs> was I ever like that? Yeah. Like, did you ever I do that to Eric? Like that. <laughs> 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 were you ever like that with Eric? Like, Eric's like, is it okay if I do this? And you're like, yeah, but you're thinking if he does it, <laughs> yeah. if he does it, it, he should you're know. in trouble. <laughs> Huh? Oh, I probably have. You've had a few yeah. then. I'm, yeah. I'm a lot better than I used to be. So. Yeah. And when yeah. I sit in counseling yeah. with people and they're like, the wives are like, I have no idea how he doesn't know. And I'm like, have you talked to any yeah. man? <laughs> like, what do you mean? How yeah. do you not know? You just put it out there. Can you just say it? Yeah. Like, that would be way easier yeah. if you yeah. would just say, like, hey, this is what I'm, this is what I meant. Yeah. This is what I really meant in, yeah. the, in the midst of that. Yeah. 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 Things go a lot smoother when you just. <laughs> Say it mm -hmm. how you mean it versus trying to mm -hmm. spin it in some certain way. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, again, super excited that you guys came on, mm -hmm. shared your story, be thinking about, you know, the things that, yeah. because mm -hmm. this is what we are trying to process as we move forward in the future. What can we do for young adults? Mm -hmm. Because I want to, mm -hmm. I, from the living legacy piece, like mm -hmm. we have to, we don't want to be a church that you just age out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just, you, you have these, demographics that just keep getting older and yeah. people mm -hmm. stop having kids and you don't like I think investing into like part of the legacy that Life Church wants to figure out is how do we invest well into young couples and into young people mm -hmm. that are passionate about God that want to live life differently and so you know we'll be praying for you guys and again we love communication from anybody that's listening or anybody that's watching mm -hmm. You know, and and try to figure out how do we help young couples mm -hmm. help young couples, right? Like I think that's the, I don't think the answer is like I think we can invest and support, but there's something about the generation, like your generation, helping each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just remember this. I remember what it was like to be a, a young dad, mm -hmm. and like there were certain things that guys that have been down the road can do that you just can't get done as a young dad. Mm -hmm. Like it just whether it's time or it's money or it's resources, like yeah. it's just, you're at a different stage in life, yeah. you know? And so for all of our older guys and ladies listening, we're, we're at a different place. And so we need to support, but at the same way, at the same time, there are things that you guys can do that we never can, mm -hmm. right? And an older generation could never do. So mm -hmm. we'll be continuing to pray for you guys and love, you know, mm -hmm. for any support mm -hmm. that you guys has. We go down the road of, 
trying to get it figured out. We'll be waiting for the young adults trip. That'll yeah. be a <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get on that. itinerary on the desk yeah. one day. We'll get it all planned up. Yeah. So Jennifer, you want to end us out with the, yep. the number of people can I podcast? Can, I can. Through. So if you're not part of our podcast community, text the word podcast to 260-408-8383. Um, and then today we want to do something a little bit different. So we've been talking about Live in Legacy. And on Sunday, Mike had mentioned the book that um, Kazone or Kazao or something like that. I call it Kazone. I, I have call no it idea what it's too. actually. Yeah, if you yeah, read so, it, people are like, is that Shazwan? Or? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, it's a really great book. I went through part of it myself, and it tried to tell, helps you um, – figure out what your legacy is and um, how you write your epitaph. He talked about that. Um, and so we want to give away five of those. So if you, the first five people that text the word book to our podcast number, then I will get these sent out to you. So Yeah, I was telling Jennifer this morning. So I read that book a long time ago. And the thing that, and I use it in my life coaching with guys. So mm -hmm. it's like the first thing we go through. Because one of the most important things in that book that it says is, is that just because you hit the bullseye doesn't mean it's the right bullseye, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. you can be out there aiming for something. Mm -hmm. And it talks about this guy that was in the U.S. Olympics in archery mm -hmm. and he was aiming and he just hit the wrong target, right? He got a bullseye but didn't uh -huh. hit the right target. And yeah. he said so many times in life, mm -hmm. you know, we're shooting, we're aiming, but you, mm -hmm. you're, you're missing the mark. Like mm -hmm. you're not hitting. It's not that you're not trying. It's mm -hmm. not that you're not you know, it's not that you're not good at hitting the bullseye. It's mm -hmm. just the wrong target. And mm -hmm. so the book helps us refocus on, so what is the right target? What's the things that are going to last mm -hmm. for all of your life? And mm -hmm. so it teaches you to say, like we said Sunday, write your ep. What do you want people to say about you mm -hmm. when you're gone? What do you mm -hmm. want people to say about you now? And if it's not the same, mm -hmm. it could be because we're shooting at the wrong target, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Like we're missing mm -hmm. the mark. And then the rest of the book helps you figure out how to transform your life and not transform it in a way that's outside of who you are, but transform you in the way that God made you. Like there, you have these mm -hmm. loves and these talents and these gifts and when they overlap, mm -hmm. that's what mm -hmm. you need to use. And mm -hmm. those are the things that you need mm -hmm. to do. So yeah, make sure you, if you, if you want that, make sure that you text and right. Text that. Text so book. Sure if you're not part <laughs> of the podcast group, text podcast to two six zero four zero eight eight three eight three. If you are, and then text book to that number. But you have to be part of the podcast group to do yeah, that. Yeah, you're gonna so get, get. We have five. I'll get five away. So in the order that they come <laughs> in, and I'll let you know if you're going to get one from yeah. us. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. So for you guys that are listening and or watching, so if you see, so if you're listening, you should probably go on the YouTube and see uh, <laughs> these guys so that you can come up to them on a Sunday morning, be able to say hi. Are you guys first service, second service? Usually a little first. both. Depends on what she teaches. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. So make sure you come up and say hi uh, and welcome them. Talk with them. Because again, that's part mm -hmm. of this is that people can put you know, a face mm -hmm. with a name. Make sure if you want to go on a young adults trip with Brian, that you come <laughs> and talk to him on a Sunday morning and encourage him, you know, in his yep. journey of making a job. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, make sure that when this comes out, there'll be a clip that will come out tomorrow. Make sure that you like, comment, uh, be able to push this out into other people's feeds so that other people can hear your story, the great thing that God's doing in your life. And again, we just want to thank you guys for coming on. So yeah. thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.